0: Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura.
1: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to... Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael.
2: And I'm Michael.
1: The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today we have a deceptively simple, yet all-important topic to explore. It should be obvious to everyone just how essential to living a healthy, happy, and creative life it is, but... Unfortunately, it rarely is. Our topic is making time to find your space to be you. Part of why most people don't ever even consider that they have to make time in their already busy lives to find their own space to be who they are is that they assume that they already are who they are. Well, that is true in spirit. We often remind you that you are spirit, not the body, or your thoughts or feelings or any other experience you may have. You just are eternal and limitless. In fact, you can't be anything else. Of course, you don't need to be anything else if you're already eternal and limitless. You're missing nothing. But that is you in spirit. Here in this world, defined by time and space, it's quite a different story. You are still you, of course. The question is, do you know that? I don't mean, do you know that intellectually is a great idea or possibility. I mean, do you know it experientially? Are you experiencing that you are limitless, eternal, spirit, having a body here temporarily, do you know with certainty that you got that if you got run over by a truck, you'll be fine even if your body dies? Chances are, if you're like the vast majority of human population right now, you're at some stage of waking up to such a reality about yourself, but you might not be completely certain of it yet. Welcome to the club. So today, we'll start by looking at what it means to make time to find your space to be you. Remember, in spirit, there is no time or space because spirit just is. There is no beginning and no ending. The world, however, is defined by time and space. That's why we experience our life here as happening or unfolding over time and space. You are listening to our radio show wherever you are right now, where in the world You experience yourself to be at this moment is part of that experience of space. Let's say you're at home right now, listening to our show on your laptop. That's where you are right now, but you also know that any moment you can go somewhere else in the world. In fact, you may already have a plan to be at someone else's office, for instance, later on to have a meeting. Space and time. Living here, we assume we experience everything in a particular space at a particular time. As the detective investigating a crime on a TV show usually asks the person of interest something like, Where were you on the night of September 16th between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m.? Space and time. Time. As a spiritual being incarnating on Earth, learn to navigate your awareness in relationship to this experience of space and time. Later on in your life, when a friend wants to get together with you, you might ask, when and where do you want to meet? That's a hard thing to do from the perspective of eternity and limitlessness. Eternity and limitlessness are natural to you. Time and space, however, you need to learn to work with. Some never master that. (laughs) You know, you say, come here at this time, and you know, maybe they'll show up an hour later, maybe they won't show up at all, or maybe they're 10 minutes early, who knows? When you arrive as spirit into a physical body in the world of time and space, you are a foreigner visiting here for a while. You're on a tourist visa, so to speak. Eventually, you go home to your actual home, which is in spirit. During your temporary stay here, it is best to make your accommodation so that you can be here fully as yourself, as a spiritual being. The world can't do that for you because you're not of this world. It is a little like playing in a very sophisticated video game as yourself. The video game world doesn't accommodate you until you take the time and space. You take the time and make the space In the video game world for you to be seen and to work in it. In a typical high-end video game, how would you do that? It required you to first make an avatar, an animated representative of you, to be a character in the video game world. Once you register that avatar as yourself, the player in the video game world, it accepts you in that world and you can interact with whatever that game world is all about as well as with other avatars or with other players. In a video game world, with its own distinct rules and regulations or programming, you can find your own space to be you in that manner. Then, once you play the game and you learn and improve your playing, you have much more space in the game to go further to higher levels of the game world. The more space you have for you to be in it, the more abilities and power you have within you to play the game. Having more space to be you also means that you are beholden to fewer limits than when you had less space to be you. The same thing applies to you being here as the spiritual being that you are. Your body, name, personality, and so on are all part of your avatar here. The real you is always spirit, in spirit. Your avatar is your animated representative here so you can play in this world and game. It's definitely not the real you, but the more you can carve out your own space to be your true self as a spiritual being here in time and space, the more aware and capable you become with fewer and fewer limitations. More of your true light of being limitless and eternal shines through your avatar. That also means the happier you become and more joyful your life becomes. Of course, to find your space to be who you are as a spiritual being here, you need to make time in your life to do that. After all, we have to learn to live in time and space here. They go hand in hand. You need the time for you to find your space, but you also need enough space for yourself to be here to have the time. That may sound like a catch-22, But don't worry, there's good news. The space you need to find is for yourself to be the spirit that you already are. It's just up to you and no one else. You don't need to get permission or approval from anyone else or the world at large. It just needs your awareness, which you already have within you. And you making the decision that you have your space to be as you truly are in relationship to this place. Making that decision doesn't take any time. It's only an instant because in the timelessness of spirit, everything happens in an instant. It's only in the world of time and space that everything which happens instantly in spirit unfolds for us to experience over time and space. In an instant... You can have all the space that you are as you are. You just need time for that decision to unfold correctly so you can express who you are for the rest of your lifetime here. The world lets us see the result of everything in kind of a slow-mo mode. (laughs) (laughs)
2: very slow (laughs) okay how long is this gonna take (laughs) so remember that everything in spirit is not only instant and forever but it's also effortless how nice right that's why it seems like everything here in time and space is so hard and takes so long to accomplish I think everyone intuitively knows that life is effortless and joyful. We should be able to snap our finger and make things appear and disappear. None of us would have to go through loss and pain and suffering. We all intuitively know that something isn't wrong with this entire game here, right? (laughs) You might recall when you were a little child, you expected things to happen instantly. When you got hungry, delicious food should appear right in front of you. Why was it taking so long? If you wanted a toy, it should materialize. Why did you have to convince your parents to buy it for you? And why did they have the decision over whether you can have it or not? When you were still close enough and aware enough of how things are in spirit, in your true home, you might have been confused or frustrated that things weren't working the same way here, everything seemed to be difficult and And it always seemed to take way Way too too long. (laughs) (laughs) That's the slow-mo part. Yeah. After a few years of trying to fight against that and losing, (laughs) most of us resign to the so-called facts of life, that this is the way it is here. So we better learn to deal. (laughs) Well, after a few more years, we often forget how things are in spirit and everything becomes about how we survive or even thrive in this world. In spirit, you never have to make space for yourself to be you. It's only in the world that you have to do that. So finding your space here to be spirit that you already are requires you to remember who you are and have the awareness that here means a world of time and space. Here. Finding your space physically might mean buying a piece of property to build what you need you know, to build it on or rent a building to have your business in. But before you can do that, you need to know that you are a property or business owner. You need to find your space as a spiritual being to be that here. Although as spirit, you have limitless potential, To bring forth something of that limitlessness into the world requires you to make the time and space for that to unfold here. That's why some people become successful property or business owners, whereas others wish they could be, but never succeed. It's why some people become world-class surfers and gymnasts, chefs, musicians, and scientists, while others wish they could, but don't. How many people have reached the pinnacle in their field of endeavor, have said that talent is important, but it was their perseverance, time, and hard work that they put into what they accomplished that gave them their success. What are they saying? What they're saying is that talent or natural ability is already within them as spirit. But to be successful in using that here requires working in relationship to time and space and the process of manifestation. Commitment in spirit is a given. It's forever. (laughs) Can't get away from it. Yeah. Uh, Forever isn't a long time. No, forever is just forever. There is no time. Here, however you need to follow through in time and space. It's not enough just to believe that you are committed. You need to follow through with that commitment. Show up as yourself each time. This is part of finding your space to be you in relationship to the world and everyone else in it. For example, if you can't stand people, and don't want to be around anyone else, you won't find much space to be in the world as yourself. If you can't let others be as they are, whether you like them or not, you will not find much space for you to be the real you here. Okay, so let's get back to making the time for you to find your space to be you. Anything you'd like to accomplish or experience or build or do anything about here requires some amount of time. As I mentioned earlier, you don't need space to be in spirit. Just, just here. To find that space to be you here, commit to making every day Uh, some time to find your space to just be. After all, you do that to get anything done around here, right? If you'd like to, say, chat with a friend on the phone, you need to carve out some time for that, especially if you're a busy person. If you need to eat lunch, you need to make time for having that. Making space for yourself to be you only takes you being truly aware of who you are, which doesn't take any time. But if you aren't fully aware of who you are already, then you need to make time to get to know yourself more. <clears throat> and that's what meditation Because is, because meditation is a practice through which you get to communicate with and experience your true self more. Yet, how much time do you make every day for meditating. From the time I was uh, in my late teens, I made meditation an important part of my life. Even before I knew I was doing, you know, what, what I was doing was, was meditating. I didn't know the word for it, so to speak. But back then, I didn't make it part of my daily life consistently. From the time I was 20, I made meditating part of my daily life consistently. In fact, meditating is one of my favorite things to do in life to this day. I was 20 a long time ago. (laughs) To me, meditating, it's the best vacation. In fact, the rare times when I actually go on a vacation, a good part of that vacation for me is that I could meditate as much as I like. Well, we're coming on our first break. And this
1: is the time we like to tell you about things we have going on. <clears throat> and one thing we wanted to remind you of is this coming weekend, we have our special remote for teleclass plus one bonus Zoom Q&A weekend event, which is happening this Saturday, August 14th and Yay. Sunday, August 15th. <laughs> the overall title and theme for the weekend will be, Where Are You Going?, your clairvoyance, mediumship, and creativity on your spiritual path. And I will now list the four titles for the teleclasses that you will be attending because if you can't attend all of them, you can always attend one or two and then buy the others to listen to later. Here they are. What you look at is where you go. Learn to use your clairvoyance to navigate your life. That's the Saturday morning class, Saturday afternoon class. They're two hours long things that go bump along the way, your mediumship and your spiritual path. The Sunday morning class is see the truth, forgive the lies, your clairvoyance, healing, and moving on. And the Sunday afternoon class, that's this weekend, remember, being creative in the world but not of it, making clairvoyance and mediumship a part of your daily life. Plus, anyone who takes part in at least one teleclass during this weekend event can join us for our fun and profound bonus post-class Zoom Q&A talk story and social on Sunday following the last teleclass. For the full write-up and details or to sign up, go to the August calendar section of our website, micheltamura.com, that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M-U-R-A.com, or call our office and speak with our wonderful assistant, Noelle, who knows everything about what we're doing. And you can reach her at one five three zero nine two six two six five zero 926 2650 weekdays during regular business hours specific time. We'll be right back for making time to find your space to be you. We'll be right back.
0: one of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational, a must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamura. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at
2: Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at com, and be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter.
1: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to
1: Living the Miracle. Well, it's great to have you back. Let's continue with our exploration today of the importance of making time to find your space to be you and how you can do that. Michael was talking about the importance of meditation and his experience with it.
2: Yeah, and I was talking about before the break, uh, one of my favorite things to do is meditating, but even on a vacation, which we rarely get. (laughs) Hint, hint. (laughs) But when we do go on a vacation, Part of it is I I have more time to meditate. I I just can do whatever I'd like to do. So so I start off every morning with a meditation, like I do usually when I'm at home too. But there's no pressing engagements usually, and and so I meditate and and not only in the sense of just sitting and meditating, but also. When I'm out, say, in the ocean or something, and uh, by myself, and I'm meditating out there in nature. Why meditate on a vacation? For some people, they go, Oh, yeah, I just, you know, vacation is just to go lie on the beach and, and chill. chill, or go partying, or whatever. And that's all good. But what's Why meditate on a vacation? Because it makes everything else I do and experience way better. I have a lot more fun with everything if I meditate. I meditate in relationship to, you know, working every day because it allows me to be way more productive, way more efficient, effective, whatever. Why is that? whether it's for fun or for work or for anything, for relationships. Why would meditation make it better? Because in meditating, I can find my space to be who I am. So much more in relationship to the rest of the world. In meditation, I'm carving out space here for me to be true to myself and be more myself in relationship to everyone else. Which means when I'm with others, I'm more present. The real me is more here rather than, okay, (laughs) whatever. Those who don't meditate can only find happiness when things are going their way in the world and in their lives. Yeah, when things are going great, they're happy. But when things go down the other way in the world and in their lives, they get unhappy. Well, when you meditate, you discover that your greatest joy and happiness already lie within you. And with that, nothing in the world can rob you of your happiness. When you have more of your space to be you, the world and what happens in it affects you less. So, do I ever get unhappy? Sure! Well, that's where... Getting to know yourself more and giving yourself space to be comes in because, oh, yeah, I'm unhappy. I don't need to be. So I sit and meditate for a moment, find my space to be myself again. Ah, now I may still not be happy with what happened in the world, what happened in my life, what happened to my best friend or whatever, but. I now could be happy being myself in relationship to what happened. And that means I can manage, I can relate to, I can deal with what happened so much better. That's huge. Making time to find your space here is a decision and commitment to follow through with some kind of regular practice to get to know yourself as a spiritual being. While you are establishing such a practice, it might be very helpful to carve out the time on your calendar so that something else can't push that away. It's like making an important appointment with someone, right? If it's important enough to you, you mark it on your calendar and make sure you get to the meeting on time and have the entire time to devote to that important situation. Your meditation practice is at least as important as that because without you knowing yourself, everything else will suffer. To make space means to first realize that which you are making space for. To make space for you to be more you, you just need to become more aware of yourself as you are in spirit and give that you more permission and validation and certainty to be here.
1: Many years that we have been doing this, meditation has been a central focus part of it. Learning to find your space is the very, very beginning of this. So even those of you that are very far along on your path, um, remember meditation is very, very important. Now, on a practical level, one of the most interesting things I've learned about having your space and giving others the space to be has been during this year and a half social distancing and mask you know, wearing a mask mandate um, and how people have been uh, handling it. People who don't uh, have that permission to give other people space to be as well as giving themselves space to be are the ones who have the most trouble with social distancing. You know, we have an expression, I think our teacher actually created it back in the early 1970s when he was starting to teach his students Um, we were his students um, and it was called learning to have your own space and suddenly by the mid 80s we were hearing it out in the media and people have it as an expression and even people outside of america would say people in america like to have their space don't get too close to them (laughs) which is sort of interesting because, you know, physical space and and psychic space are two different but very similar things. You know, when someone's forcing you to do something by law, you have to be six feet away. Some people are naturally going to be in a lot of resistance to that because they just don't like feeling like they're being controlled. But in a situation like that, when I go out, in the world to do my grocery shopping, be at the post office and all the places, you know, during this last year and a half, it's eased up a little bit, of course, but some people just don't want to do it. And for someone like me who wanted to follow the rules and, and I totally am happy to wear a mask. I'm totally happy to let other people wear a mask or not, <clears throat> as long as they're six feet away from me, you know, a little bit of conditions there. Um, I have learned a lot about my own ability to give someone else space to be, uh, including when someone saw me with a mask on in the early days of this and started laughing at me, which was very interesting. So what I decided, rather than getting upset about it, I just laughed along with them. And it sort of disarms people. But... You know, this, working with your psychic space is really important because if you have your psychic space, then working with, with the more physical aspect of it, like giving someone six-foot social distancing, is easy, easy peasy.
2: You know, it's interesting, speaking of the COVID you know, ban- pandemic at the very, very beginning, uh, over a year ago, I remember... New Zealand, the leader of New Zealand said, instead of social distancing, she called it um, uh, be in your own bubble. And that was tremendous because that's exactly what we Ta- used to teach kids. our kids, uh, our, our psychic kids, is to, for them to, uh, to teach them to find their own space. We taught them to be in their own bubble, in their own psychic bubble. And it it worked tremendously, and so when I heard that, I read that in the newspaper. I go, "Wow! Finally, somebody gets it." When you're in your own bubble, ah, oh. you know, sometimes people use that phrase, "Oh, that person is just in their own bubble." You know, like they're clueless about what's going on in the rest of the world. They're they're self-absorbed, but that's not what I mean by, and that's not what. The, the New Zealanders met by being in your own bubble. It's being in your own bubble. It's like a, uh, what do you call it? Those, those um, you blow, 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 blow soap <laughs> bubbles, right? Yeah. They're clear. So you're inside your own bubble. You can see out. You can see everything. You can see 360 degrees all around. And so it's not that you're, you're self-absorbed, only aware of yourself, or what you think of yourself, No, you're aware, more aware because you're in your own bubble, you're centered, you're present. But you're not shooting your energy out to everybody else going, you know, whether uh, that's that's what's uncomfortable. I'm sure most all of you have experienced this many times in your life when somebody's really demanding, they're breathing down your neck figuratively speaking. It's uncomfortable because, they're all over you. Their energy is in your bubble. They don't have a bubble.
1: <laughs> they're playing out all yeah, over
2: the place. <laughs> what do they call it? All over the map. They're they're bouncing off the walls, basically, right? That's Be- exactly what it looks like energetically. Exactly. And there's there's no uh, people call boundaries. Well, it's not boundaries on on this level. Isn't are they're, they're not restrictive. It's, it's not like containment in a small space. No, being in your own space and finding your own space, well, guess what? You have to realize who you are. You're limitless. Your space cannot be limited. huh? You're eternal. Your space cannot be limited by time or space. It's not like in the physical world where you draw paint lines on the ground and say, okay, this is between these two white lines is your assigned parking space. If your car is over on either side of that white line, you're you're not in your own space. <laughs> no, it's not like that. That's that's in the physical world, it's, it's like limitation, right? The space means a limitation. You have to be between these two lines. You have to color between the lines. You have to think inside the box. <laughs> it's, it's almost claustrophobic, right? In, in a lot of corporate set, settings, you have little cubicles for the employees in the big open office and get back in your own cubicle. That's your own space. And you can't hang over your cubicle to the next person's cubicle. <laughs> but psychic space doesn't go outward. Outward space is all limited, sooner or later. Even the space of the s- physical space of the universe, there's an edge to the universe. Yeah, it's huge uh, compared to the size of our bodies and stuff, but but it, nonetheless, there's a limit. But in, in uh, uh, psychic levels, in spiritual, having your own space in this world to be spirit isn't a bubble that extends infinitely outward? No. Your space goes inward. Because inward goes to infinity. Mm -hmm. Outward just goes to the edge of the universe. As big as that might seem, it's still limited. Inward, there are no limits. There is no time. So finding your space to be, why I brought out the idea of meditation is that's when you go inward rest of the day you might spend outward in the world interacting out there and doing stuff with other people and things and everything's about out there but if you don't have at least some kind of a practice where you give yourself a little vacation mini vacation once twice three times four times a day where you Find a time to go inward and re-own your space just to be you as spirit. That's really the basis of meditation is going inward. And when you start to go inward, not only you find that inwardly space is limitless. Because that space, that limitless space is what accommodates you as a limitless spirit. That's the only space that could accommodate you. But when you have that in your own certainty and awareness, then you could be in a very crowded elevator. You could be in a very crowded room. And you have all this infinite space within you. So you can relate to each person, even if they are physically right in your face. You still have your space. But without that, when somebody gets physically in your space, in your face, they're in your space and you you lose it. So that's essentially the basis of all healing, too. Being not well in some way, shape, or form just means you've lost your space to be the spirit, limitless spirit that you already are. You've forgotten. When you remember, oh, yeah, I'm limitless. I'm eternal. I need to give that part of myself, the real me, space to be here in time and space. Then you, get, you start to get well. When you have your space, you are well. When you lose your space, you get unwell.
1: One of the things that I was thinking about in relationship to making time to find your space to be you is um, something I've always heard Michael talk about at his a lot of his lectures when it comes to meditation. And that is um, something that the founder of the Protestant Reformation, Martin Luther, said, which is, um, he says this in, in relationship to prayer. If I have a busy day, before I start, I pray for an hour. If I have an extraordinarily busy day, hmm. I pray for two hours. Now, that sounds counterproductive, doesn't it? But it's it's absolutely true when it comes to finding your space, and we will talk a little bit more about that in the next portion and give you some examples. Well, our second break is here, and we wanted to remind you, please, to friend us on Facebook by looking up Michael and Raphael Tamora, Living the Miracle Radio Show. We appreciate your comments and feedback on our posts. Also, if you're interested in what we're up to, when and where, please sign up for our free free, free newsletter on our website, michaeltamora.com and even get your free MP3 download of the two-hour introductory class to our comprehensive self-study course titled Psychic Tools and Life Mastery Practices for Living Your Soul Purpose. When we return, we'll get back to making time to find your space to be you. We'll see you in a couple minutes.
0: To Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1 888 346 9141. Again, that's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle.
1: welcome back. Today we're reminding you that you are already fully you in spirit, but that here in time and space you have to make time to find your space to be you. It's the conundrum that all incarnating souls have to resolve if they are to fulfill their purpose. That's pretty important, don't you think? So let's continue with that and we're going to continue with perhaps having Michael give an example you know I use uh, I talked about Martin Luther and the prayer example if you're a person who prays maybe that's a way you find your space Um, we teach meditation which is a form of prayer and in this part of the show we thought it would be great to give you a little example and if you're driving your car don't close your eyes (laughs) (laughs) or flying an airplane but otherwise uh, you can follow along with your eyes closed thank you
2: Ah, yes, yes. Uh, good example, you know, making time for us having a, some space to, to meditate and everything is I generally start right off right off the bat, waking up in the morning. What a good time to start, right? Because when you're waking up in the morning, in bed, you're just coming back from being nothing but spirit, right? It's you're you're totally not involved in the body. The body's resting over the course of the time you're sleeping. You're out. You, the awareness, spirit, energy, life force is out of the body. First thing in the morning when you start to wake up, whether you gradually wake up with the sun coming into the window or you gradually wake up just on your own, or a blaring alarm clock, you know. Which isn't always as pleasant. <laughs> it's not pleasant. So if you, if you have a choice, you know, wake up gradually rather than, than startling alarm clock just making you jump out of bed before you even start thinking about what am I, what am I doing running around the room? <laughs> but anyway, as you come back to the, to the body, oh, when you start to pay attention which will be next week's episode. Uh, when you start to pay attention, you'll start to notice, oh yeah, you're coming back. It's not wham, you're here. Sometimes that's what it feels like, but you're, you're starting to, your awareness is gradually getting bigger here in this world rather than where you were in spirit, even if you don't remember what you were experiencing shortly before you start waking up back in the body. So what I tend to do is is when I start to become aware, oh, I'm in the body again, and I'm in bed and I'm starting to wake up, the first thing I do is put my awareness back to spirit. It's interesting, uh, over the course of years, way back when, I read two different places. One was what Jesus said, uh, uh, to enter the kingdom of heaven. Seek you first that which gives everything, or seek you first the kingdom of heaven within. Okay, and then Krishna had a different way of saying it. He said, when you like something, then always seek first that which gives everything. I mean, that's pretty obvious, but most people don't recognize it, is yeah, if you'd like to have anything in life, Why not go straight to the source of everything in life? So the first thing I do is I remind myself, oh, yeah, I ask my awareness to go to that which gives everything. And awareness is very, very exact and, and efficient. Awareness, your awareness will become aware of whatever you decide you'd like to be aware of. So when you put your attention Toward that which gives everything. And you just let it do its job. Let your awareness do its job. And next thing, you'll start to notice something. Something inside of you starts to shift. gets bigger. There's more space. And there's more awareness. There's more light. There's more peace. (sighs) And this whole concept of hurry up, hurry up goes away. And and so that's what I do. And then I get out of bed. So that's the – it kind of sets the tone for the whole day when you start off even before your feet hit the ground, running sometimes, which happens a lot. <laughs> Especially if you have kids or a dog. Exactly. <laughs> or and cats. So then – but throughout the day, well, the next por- portion is maybe after you – Take your shower, brush your teeth, all those kinds of things you do in the morning to get ready and get dressed. Set it up. Plan ahead so that you can give yourself at least, you know, at the minimum 10 minutes, but at least 15, 20 minutes where you can just find a quiet place in your house somewhere where you can have privacy for just, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And just sit and try out this meditation. This is… What I'm going to run you through is just the basic psychic tools that you can use to set up your meditation from which you can meditate, right? So give yourselves a deep breath. Close your eyes and just grab a seat if you're not already sitting down and put both feet flat on the floor. And close your eyes. Give yourselves a deep breath or two or three. And just let go. Let, just decide to let not only yourself be, but just let everything be. Whatever it is you become aware of, you experience, just let it be. <sighs> okay. Now, just imagine that you're sitting on a giant tree trunk. So you're sitting in a, physically sitting in a chair. But just imagine, just like you're sitting in that chair physically, psychically, You're sitting on this giant tree trunk. And this giant tree trunk is flat on top and very comfortable. Not like a hard tree would, but just, oh, it's very comfortable. Because in your imagination, you could do anything you want, right? Yeah. You can create it the way you like it. So this tree trunk is completely effortless, completely without any resistance at all. It's just everything. Any kind of energy that enters into this tree trunk just shoots right down, down straight, and the tree trunk goes all the way down to the center of the earth. So just imagine this tree trunk you're sitting on extends all the way down to the center of the earth. It's anchored into the center of the earth, and just imagine what the center of the earth might look like to you, and that's all that matters, what it looks like to you. And just imagine every little molecule of energy that that you just release, that you just let go of, that's not yours, just goes right down that tree trunk, straight down to the center of the earth where it gets neutralized and recycled. Give yourselves a, another deep breath and just let everything be. Because when you let everything be, everything's energy, so all the different energies that we normally pick up around the course of the day or even in the, during the nighttime while we sleep, that's not our own energy. It's like, you know, noise pollution, right? You hear it even if it's you're not making the noise. <sighs> so all that excess energies, all the stuff that you can't use, junk mail energy, just let it go down that grounding cord. All right. So that's establishing your grounding. And now just be aware in the center of your head. Just imagine that you're just sitting as spirit, as this awareness, point of awareness. You're sitting in the center of your head, behind your eyes, and just imagine you're just aware. Well, you know you're aware, right? You don't know necessarily how aware you are at any given point, but, but you know that you are aware. At least some, you're aware. And just notice that you are aware in the very center of your head. And as you start to decide to be aware in the center of your head, more and more you'll start to notice, oh, the center of your head isn't like physic exact physical location. It's in the center where nothing changes. Nothing changes. And it's still. So that's how you start to recognize over time, as you practice this many, many, many times, you'll start to find that, oh, every time you get back into the center of your head, everything quiets down for you. It could be incredibly noisy and all turmoil around you, but stuff, you start to be more and more, you start to be able to live in the eye of the storm. Now, so being in the center of your head, that's, in a sense, this is where you start to find the holy of holies, the inner sanctum, your gateway to your true self as the spirit, limitless and eternal that you are. All right. So then, from there, you're grounded. You're in the center of your head, and now just imagine the earth energy flowing gently through up your feet. There's a energy center, feet chakras at the bottoms of your feet, and it comes in and goes through the middle of your legs, through the leg channels, all the way to the first chakra, just above the tip of your tailbone, where your grounding cord, the tree trunk, is connected. And any excess just goes right down the tree trunk. And then would you become aware above your head, just this cosmic energy flowing down into your crown chakra that sits right at the top of your head. And imagine this cosmic, fine, golden energy flowing into the, cos- uh, into the crown chakra. And some of it goes down the four channels in the back of your crown chakra. Back of your head goes all the way down to the base of your spine, right where the grounding cord is, the first chakra. And the cosmic energy channels, four of them, flow the cosmic energy into the first chakra, too. The mixture of cosmic and earth energy flows up. The two channels going all the way up through the middle of your body, in front of your spine, and out the crown chakra like a beautiful golden fountain. The continuous flow, effortless flow of a golden fountain of energy. And then... Also, as it's going up those front two channels, it goes across the shoulders, down the arms, out the hand chakras in the palms of your hands. So there is a continuous flow of energy going out your hands as well, down your arms. As you give yourselves another deep breath, be aware in the center of your head, you'll notice, oh, things are starting to shift subtly inside of you, in your mind, in your awareness. And now would you imagine a a beautiful rose about a foot in front of your forehead? Just imagine that image of a rose. Then now imagine that image of the rose exploding in a flash of light. And now imagine another rose. And then imagine that image of the rose exploding in another flash of light. And you do this several times and start to notice that you're being aware in the center of your head. What happens inside of you? Ah, oh, You might notice that, oh, things are getting a little brighter. Things are getting a little bit quieter. This is just the beginning to set up the space for you to be able to meditate in. Now, when you're done with whatever your meditation is, imagine a giant golden sun above your head, full of life. This is the life force energy of the golden sun. And just imagine this golden sun full of life force energy just flowing into the top of your crown chakra, the top of your head and the crown chakra. And then just imagine it coming into that chakra from the top of your head, filling up your entire body from the top of your head to the bottoms of your feet and the fingertips. Fill all the way up. And once you have it filled in, just be aware again in the center of your head. Say hello to yourself as the spirit that you are. Congratulate yourself and stretch and gently bend on over and come on out.
1: Well, that's called our basic tools for finding your space. Enjoy that. Once again, we are at the end of our show already. We're happy that you joined us today and hope that you'll be making more time to find your space to be you. Be sure to join us next Wednesday for Paying Attention, Your Psychic Awareness. Awareness is always forever aware, but you have to pay attention to make use of it. So how and when do you pay attention? What do you pay attention to? Tune in and find out. Remember, too, to join us for our life-changing remote teleclass weekend event this Saturday, August 14th, and Sunday, August 15th. That's this very weekend. Titled, Where Are You Going?, Your clairvoyance, mediumship, and creativity on your spiritual path. It's going to be a great time. Check our website or call our office at 530-926-2650 and talk to Noelle for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week.